Now, y'all know we love to support our Black-owned businesses. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners is the only 100% Black-owned company in the sanitary napkin space. Rain Sanitary Napkins and Panty Liners are infused with the Nobel Prize-winning material, Great Beans. Rain products are designed to keep women comfortable and dry with their super absorbent system. And best of all, y'all, all Rain products are $6 to purchase. You heard me, $6. All you need to do is head over to www.rainpads.com and you can also visit jfmj.org to get more information on their educational and awareness campaigns. Shop on. You're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? <laughs> It's been a really, for your weeks. But it's yeah. been a really busy time, yeah. as y'all can tell. Mm-hmm. We we had it last week. <laughs> it's been a very very busy time for me, mm-hmm. just with like work and my personal life. Um, all good things, right. but I'm tired, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I need to take a seat, <laughs> especially for what I got planned next year. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um. You know, I've been traveling. It's been very interesting traveling during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. I'm still very cautious and, like, you know, my mask and things like that. Um, I was in Arizona, another place where, like, ain't no pandemic. Mm. Interesting. Because I feel like the West Coast got hit harder, and I thought that they may be... I mean, when I was there... It was just, like, open well, season. Yeah. But I know, like, recently, yeah. you know, L.A. put in their mask mandate for indoors, even if you're vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I do believe that's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talk about this Delta variant. It's, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it majority has been unvaccinated people. Right. Um, so I don't know where it's going to lead, but from the beginning, they said there's going to be ebbs and flows to this. So mm-hmm. when originally when the CDC was like, if you have asked I always thought that was weird. I always thought that was too soon, especially mm-hmm. with the data and what they talked about, how this is going to be long term. Yeah. So I'm definitely curious of how the fall will go when mm-hmm. it's flu and cold season again mm-hmm. and flu and cold season where people aren't wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm <clears throat> curious, but anyway. First of all, don't go to Arizona in July unless you want to burn, Mm-mm. okay? But it's been a fun time, but girl, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired and tired. Um, My last two weeks haven't been as busy. It's about to pick up because I'm going out of town tomorrow, but this past week was kind of chill. You know, I was relaxing, getting prepared because I know I got travel like it's like travel home a week travel Travel. home a week like my laundry schedule like you got to hurry up (laughs) right 
wash, get things together to yeah. pack again. I'm literally not going to put my suitcase away at this point. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, yesterday, I was like, okay, now, which one am I taking? <laughs> like, that's all the question is, which suitcase am I taking at this point? Um, but I've been pretty good. Nothing to complain about too much. Just, I know it's so many things coming up that I'm just, like, prepping myself and my bank account. Oh, <laughs> that bank account. That bank account. <laughs> like, girl, we was chilling for the last year and a half. What you doing? Coming um, in hot. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Like, I'm making up for all time. Um, but, yeah, I've been, uh, pretty good. But... Anything notable in the media? Well, I do want to give condolences mm-hmm. to um, Biz Markie. Mm-hmm. He passed away, and then actor um, Charles Robinson passed away. Yep. So I just want to give condolences to their family, to their supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, something I was talking with friends on last night was the fact that when you think about your life and the plans for yourself. You're like, oh, I want to do this at 30, this at 35, this at 40. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't think about the other part of that. So when you're getting older, mm-hmm. the people around you are getting older. Yeah. Whether it's your family, public fig- figures you love, mm-hmm. things like that, you don't realize that as you're so excited for your future, right. that that's the end for so many um, things around you, mm-hmm. people around you that you love. It's kind of a weird thing. And yeah. I feel like, as we get older and more people start to pass away mm-hmm. that you feel more impact from. Cause you know, when you're younger and you would hear about certain public figures or singers, you may see our parents be like, mm-hmm. dag, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now I'm like, dag, yeah, where yeah. you feel like you're in that same spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a weird transition, a weird transition. Something yeah. you just don't think about. You think about, you just think kind of about yourself mm-hmm. and what you see there. You don't always think about others. Others and yeah. how when you get older, that means they people who are already older. older than you are yeah. getting older, and ultimately, that is something that's guaranteed for all of us, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Is that none of us will be here forever? Ooh, I don't like it. Yeah. So, I do want to give some condolences there. I do want to give a small Britney update that y'all know she's been battling her conservat conservatorship Mm -hmm. and that the judge grant her the ability to hire her own lawyer which is really good for her so that she has more control Mm -hmm. and I know that I'm hoping that this is a sign that we're moving in the right direction direction and she will be freed and can live her own life and she's made it very clear that when that happens she will be suing her father Mm -hmm. and her family as she should Right. I was about to say when she does get out of all this and even go through the process of suing them, the documentary or the book that's get your deals, come from it. Brittany, Brittany. <laughs> like, coin. Brittany. Okay? Like, get your deals. <laughs> right, yeah, because we I, all want to know the details. Guys. I tell you one thing, what I do see, mm-hmm. Oprah, Brittany, sit down. Mm-hmm. Get your book deal. Mm-hmm. Get your documentary. Make your coins. And then if you feel like it, put out some music. Right. Because I know that's been very controlled and yeah. that's taken away her actual love for it. Yeah. And with the freedom, she may want to sing again or perform again. Yeah. And do it on her own terms. Yeah. Yeah. If she ever does a residency again, I'll be there. Because I actually <laughs> wanted to do it before. Right. Just because I do love Britney and I do hope that, you know, she can can get her freedom and, and, and live her life the way she wants to live it. Right. That's really all I got. Like, oh, the last thing I do want to talk about is just the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm so happy to see so many people 
black people, people of color, and I'm rooting for everybody black, point mm-hmm. blank period, mm-hmm. as Issa said. The one thing I want to shout out Lovecraft Country, because, like, look, that wasn't a show that piqued my fancy. <laughs> However, mm-hmm. they got 18 nominations, mm-hmm. so shame on them not on another HBO. Yeah. yeah. I hear that they could possibly have something with. Was it Apple or... If somebody else buys it, yeah. I hope it's not Apple because I don't have Apple so I can never watch um, the stuff there. But <laughs> I thought... And I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong, y'all. But I thought I read an article that Apple was mm-hmm. thinking about it and, okay. and chatting with them. Right, right, right. But shame on HBO. Right. And... Um, the impact that show had. Correct. Like, I feel like everybody at least tried to watch it. Like, did, and look, here's the thing. It wasn't my... Thing, but the acting was well done. It just wasn't the subject matter wasn't my thing. Yeah. But the Which acting was well done. They're yeah. beautiful. Like, I hope they clean up. And I do want to give a special shout out to MJ Rodriguez for her yes. nomination. First yeah. of all, long overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the way the Emmys have treated Pose, period. Yeah. I just never liked it. Right. So, um, I feel like it got so much recognition this last season, which is sad. Which, it feels very forced. Yeah. When I feel like it was a phenomenal show from the start. Mm-hmm. So, I just want to give, yeah. um, I just want to give her a nod, because I think it's dope. And she, she did, she did great the entire series, but yeah. definitely this last season, she shined. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so that's pretty much it. I just want to get to Bravo because yes. y'all, it's been so much going on and there's so much in this. Bra- look, <laughs> look, I'm overwhelmed uh-uh. by the amount of Bravo. And I'm gonna try to keep it concise. We're gonna start with Married to Medicine. Okay, so we're still at the reunion. Mm-hmm. A lot of energy around Contessa and Scott. It's very clear that there's some abuse in that relationship. Yikes. Okay. I'm not going to say physical, but it definitely seems like emotional. Mm-hmm. It definitely seems like he's manipulating her. Mm-hmm. You know, when she's speaking, she seems so... I mean, there was a scene where she was just screaming in tears about how hard it is and mm-hmm. how hard she's been working for this marriage. Mm-hmm. And he is so sucky to me. He lies. He's lying. It's clear he's lying. Mm-hmm. He's manipulating her. He comes out, interrupts their set, like, the guys are backstage. Mm-hmm. He interrupts when they start talking about the fact that she filed separation. He's mm-hmm. like, what What are you doing? He he creates an energy. Even got the men thinking that, like, he didn't even know they were separated. Meanwhile, she he knew months ago. They already even talked to their kids. We see how he manipulates oh, it. He had all the men like, well, go interrupt. You know, that's not cool if, if she's saying it in front of everybody. It's not a secret. Right. That manipulation mm-hmm. and the way he would shut her down. Mm. And she's like, he wants me to be quiet. Uh-uh. She's like, he's out here because he don't want me to talk about it. Like, it's so... it's That's scary. It's it's definitely some manipulation there. Yeah. It's something there. Yeah. And she talks about she was growing up in a hostile, volatile um, way, and he was too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, even when you don't want to, you become your parents in some form or another. And I think that's, that's what's happening in their relationship. They yeah. both came from it, and I do and believe they, they didn't want it, right. but somehow it has manifested itself in another form. Mm-hmm. It may not be as bad as what they experienced, but it's still bad enough. Mm-hmm. Typically, I'm all for figuring things out and black love and working it out, but I personally am like, girl, leave him. Mm-hmm. People are capable of change. Obviously, this is TV. We don't know everything. Mm-hmm. But the way his... Con- it just... 
All I can say is, I look at Simone and Cecil who had were on the brink of divorce. Literally, the reunion saved their marriage. Mm-hmm. That everyone kind of rallied, like, fix this. The way Cecil was in that moment, and Scott, it just doesn't seem like Scott cares. It seems like he cares more about the image. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be viewed as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Not him actually fixing his marriage, right. but he doesn't want to be viewed like he's the bad guy. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're more worried about what people would think more than your wife, more than your actual relationship, then move on, brother. So that reading was, I feel like that was the biggest part. All the other stuff was like, eh. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the big forefront of um, that reunion. Mm -hmm. Going into Housewives of Potomac. Y'all, Potomac brought it hard in the season premiere. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a fabulous season. And because the Housewife franchise right now is in a really <laughs> tight space, mm-hmm. as they try to do more diversity, it is definitely causing, I don't want, I'm not going to say friction. Mm-hmm. It's change that I think some of the Housewives aren't, weren't prepared for, who cares? And for the longtime watchers, typically the white ones, are having a hard time with the change. Mm-hmm. Potomac came in hot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all saving the, the Housewife franchise. Mm-hmm. So... Everyone is back, obviously, except for Monique. We have a new housewife, Mia, who's out of Baltimore. Oh. Literally lives in the harbor. Oh, okay. And she's going to... I don't want to say I like her because I feel like with Salt Lake City, y'all know I was excited <clears throat> about Jinshaw, and Jinshaw totally <clears throat> came in and ruined everything for right. me. So I'm not going to say I like Mia, but I do believe she has potential to be a good housewife. Mm-hmm. The first episode is kind of just catching up with where the women are. Mm-hmm. We're still in the pandemic, obviously. Catching up on what all the ladies are doing. Candace and her husband is out of their, the mother's house. They got their own property. Mm-hmm. Giselle and Brian are having quote unquote trouble. Whatever. Right? <laughs> um, Karen is good. Robin is in a, sort of a pandemic slump. Mm-hmm. Not being herself, not being as present. And it happens. Yeah. It certainly happened to me. Yeah. Um, we meet Mia. She's a businesswoman. She, I believe, has three children. She was her husband. He's a lot older than her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a grandmother. Because of his previous relationships. And then, who else am I missing? And then you have Wendy. Mm -hmm. Wendy has gotten some new surgeries. She says she just got a boob job. I think all the housewives and the fans are saying, it's more than that, sis. Mm -hmm. She says boob jobs and tweaks. What those tweaks are, we don't know. But people are saying boob. People are saying BBL. Her butt looks different. Honestly, to me, her face looks different. Mm -hmm. Not saying she did hardcore, but... Maybe Botox or fillers. Here's the thing. If you get plastic surgery, it's your business. Do you have to share? No. Technically, no. Right, you don't. But I will say, she ended up having a party to show off her new boobs. So you're proud of your new body. Right. So at that point, I just feel like then why not just say say what you did. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. She looks great, so it don't matter. But Mm -hmm. definitely people are like, that ain't all you got done, girl. (laughs) So they do this dinner. Mia's introduced to the group. They're chatting. Giselle is coming after Karen hard for really no reason. Karen didn't do anything at this dinner. Mm-hmm. And I personally believe Giselle is still embarrassed about the reunion, embarrassed about how Jamal and the receipts about him. And I think instead of her 
um, just being honest to say that was hurtful. Uh-huh. To me, she's deflecting and being like, Karen, I'm going to tell your business, your truth. You're hateful. You've, you've hurt my family. And I'm like, what has Karen done to hurt your family? Uh-huh. Personally, the person who had the receipts was Monique. So I get it. Monique's not on the show. So it's like, is now you're just shifting gears to Karen. Right. Either way, Karen ate her up. She says something along the lines of you're an old whore from Hampton University. I'm dead. And that was it for me. (laughs) I think this season will be really great. Mm -hmm. Quickly for the other ones. New York. It's been a heavy season. These are some very classes women who definitely subscribe to elements of white supremacy mm-hmm. and, Eben- and Ebony there wanting to educate and correct them. It has getting... It's not too much for me as a viewer. I think they're blaming Ebony, mm-hmm. all her race talk, all her whatever, when instead of addressing the inappropriate behavior. Because if you're not racist, if right. you're not inappropriate, it wouldn't, it wouldn't prompt such a reaction. Mm-hmm. Like, even one part of the episode, Ron was like, you want me to apologize for being white? Is that what you want from me, Ebony? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you see you see the games that these white women be playing, this right. type of stuff? Yeah. Where I would look to her and say, yes, and write me a check for reparations. Yes, <laughs> if you want to play that game. Right. Write me a check, honey. Mm-hmm. Brashawn, who all eyes matter to everyone, is very... She's a lot. In this mm-hmm. past episode, she was hasn't been around a woman that long. She was like, you guys are boring, and where's the fun? You're a bunch of grandmas. And, of course, that offended the women. Sonia lost her mind. Brayshawn is interesting. She's interesting, and I'm still trying to feel her out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to dislike her because there's not that much color on the show, but I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. And then last but not least, Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Look. The question is, was Erica involved in this stuff with her husband? I talked about our last episode, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. I, and I watched the documentary. Wasn't that interesting? It was, good, it was yeah. like, oof. <laughs> Hearing her, a lot of people saying she's faking, she's lying. This is what I'll say. She's a smart, smart woman. Do I think she could have felt like something's not right with her husband and her husband's business? I do, based mm-hmm. off this past episode. Do I think she knew everything? No. Do I think he was willingly and openly discussing problems that he was having like financial issues i don't believe he would have discussed that with her right this is third marriage he's a proud man he's always had money and if he was losing money i highly doubt Mm -hmm. he would talk to his beautiful young wife to say hey babe we gotta come back i don't have money right so i think i think that i don't believe i just don't at this point i don't believe she hardcore knew the the alleged crimes do i think she could have felt like something was off of her husband Mm -hmm. yes Mm-hmm. Do I think she could have dug deeper and chose not to? Yes. Right. Yeah. So long she was a bystander. Correct. Yeah. Like she could have felt like something was off, mm-hmm. and maybe she asked because she said something on the lines where, you know, she asked like, "What is this? What's going on?" He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. Whatever." Yeah. And so something was there. There was a feeling where she felt like something's off. But she minded her business. But she probably just minded her business. He said, "Don't worry about it." She said, "All right," and mm-hmm. then it turned obviously to all of this. Right. So, you guys, it's a lot going on in the Bravo world <laughs> to the point where I, I, they need to pay me to be a commentator. I'm dead. Seriously. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. I do want to shout out Bravo Why Black because 
a lot of times the Bravo, um, you know, the fan accounts or whatever mm-hmm. are always white-owned, white-led. So I want to shout out Bravo Why Black because mm-hmm. they're two black creators. They do have a podcast as well. And I like their spin on things. Mm-hmm. It just gives a perspective of black, brown watchers of Bravo that isn't yeah. really reflected in some of the other like fan accounts and fan podcasts. So. That's I, I like want to put it. that out there. I like it. I like it. Is there anything else that you've been watching? Legendary. Oh, well, I haven't started. First of yet. all, I keep saying I'm going to. I don't know why it took me so long to watch this. <laughs> I've been binging. I'm on season two. I love it. The mm-hmm. one thing I do think is weird is why is there only like one person from ballroom on the judging mm-hmm. side? That does feel weird. Like, I like Megan Thee Stallion, but like that's not her lane. And Jamila, that's not her lane. You got the guy, Law, who's fashion, so that's understandable. Yeah. I understand the star element. Right. Of Megan or whatever. Like maybe they trying to get... But I, I think I would have appreciated... At least At two. least two people from the actual ballroom era to yeah. judge. Yeah, yeah. However, I think it's dope. Or maybe they could have even done, like, Tiana Taylor, who she is a celebrity, but maybe she ain't had time because she be doing a lot. Right. But she's a celebrity, and she used to participate in ballroom. I think I would have liked that more. Yeah. And so they do have guest judges. Mm-hmm. Some of the guest judges have ballroom history, but a lot of them don't. Right. Like, it's like Tamar. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, Normani was a judge. And it's like, okay, performance. They're performers, entertainment. Right. But I think it's interesting because it's like, if this is ballroom and we're talking about voguing and the styles of voguing, I feel mm-hmm. like the one judge who's actually from ballroom, and I can't remember her name right now, um, I listen to her critiques more because I'm like, well, she, she know. knows. <laughs> right. She actually knows how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And knows what goes into and it. And knows what goes into it. Yeah. But I love it. I've been watching it. I've been enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal performances. Like, these girls and, and guys... Mm-hmm be doing it. I be feel like I be yelling at my TV like, yes, flip! I'm dead. I really do. So, I've enjoyed I'm that. I'm I keep saying I I also it. watched Space Jam. The new I Space Jam. I might watch that today. Y'all. Was it good? That was good. Was that good. was, okay. look, I, if people say it's not good, mm-hmm. they lying. Mm. Now, look, is it going to be the original? Absolutely not. And I don't right. think it ever, I don't think be. it ever marketed as it was. Yeah. I think it was a perfect blend of nostalgia for the people who Space Jam was their jam, mm-hmm. and a perfect introduction for the kids of today. Right. It made it relevant technology-wise for what is today mm-hmm. with touches of nostalgia for, like, us and the parents who, frankly, would be taking their children to see it. Right. I thought it was great. Okay. And if people, I don't care. That was well done to me. Because mm-hmm. I definitely was like, hmm. Yeah. I thought it was well done. You could see the touch from touches from the original film. Yeah. It was well done to me. Okay, yeah, I might watch that today. I've been um, binging Manifest. I've been hearing so many people talk about yeah. this show. And it's so weird that everybody started talking about it the season that it got canceled. Right. But, um, I literally got one. The finale is all I have left. I'll watch that today. But it's a good show. I would have probably watched it if I knew one? about it. Um, well, like, two see, the first two seasons are on Netflix. And okay. then the third season, since it literally just finished in May. Is on like Hulu okay. and all that other stuff, but um, yeah, I would have watched it. It was on TV, but I guess I just never heard of. I never heard about it. Get recently. picked up because sometimes the Netflix shows they get might pick it up because you know sometimes because that's what happened to you. Yes, it was on Lifetime. I used to watch you when it was on TV. It was <laughs> and it got canceled, yes. and then Netflix picked it up, it and it was such a flurry about yeah. it, and so many people who loved it on Netflix didn't even know it existed. And that's prior. what I think is the hard part about 
streaming services and TV now is that so many people are cord cutters that unless a show has heavy, heavy, heavy promotion, they won't know about it until it's on a Hulu or a Netflix, and then it gets that popularity. Because to be completely honest, while I know it gives actors and writers, producers so much more options because there's so many places to put your art, as a consumer... yeah. It's overwhelming the amount of TV that's out right now. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes when people are like you gotta watch, I'm like, no, right? I cannot put another show <laughs> on my list. on my list. Yeah. And that's why I think some shows benefit from like when season two is about to come out, they drop season one on Netflix so that people can like get that hype up about it. And then it's like, oh, the next season is already on TV. Right. I think Manifest could have benefited if they did that instead of dropping two seasons and then the third being on and then it getting canceled. Like they needed this hype last year right um but yeah so it's good i like the show and i i I, if it gets picked up i would continue to watch um because the way that this season is ending i'm pissed at a couple people and i would love to see what happens to them but (laughs) um so yeah and then i'm gonna start i think it's called life sex on Netflix. I've heard a lot about that too, child. Yeah. Everybody's talking about that show as well. I'm yeah. trying to finish Legendary before I switch over to something else. Right, yeah. So I'm going to finish Manifest today and then start that because um, it's only one season of that. So honestly, I could probably finish that between today and the plane tomorrow. Right, you can knock I that could, out. Because yeah. honestly, today, y'all, I'm returning to my couch because first of all, it's too hot. It is hot, yeah. I'm returning to my couch. Mm-hmm. Ordering something to eat because I've been traveling. There's no food in my house. <laughs> unless I want to eat hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> and drink jungle juice. <laughs> um, <laughs> order something to eat. And I'm still on that couch. Yeah, yeah. And so. binging away. Mm-hmm. But um, we did have a question of the week. Um, it was, would you rather find true love today or win the Mega Millions next year? Y'all clearly... <laughs> Every single one of y'all. <laughs> Every single one of y'all. Like, I, it, I'll i read a couple of them, but it's really not worth going through all of y'all names. I'll just read the ones that, like, gave extent a- answers. Um, let's see. Reese P. said, win the Mega Millions. I'm truly in love with myself already. Amen. Um, the way Jazz and Tay said, win the Mega Millions next year. Tay says, I'm currently on a journey and would probably fuck it up with my true love um, of found right now. Way to be honest. Know yourself. sometimes that's the case. You're not right. ready for it. <laughs> right. Um, and then the modern day case said, listen, that pic of Lil' Kavia James sitting on the couch is exactly how I wait for my millions. <laughs> um, I thought those were cute responses. But yeah, everybody that responded agreed with the Mega Millions. So what are you choosing? Oh, God. <laughs> this is so hard for me because yeah. like... I've always wanted to find, you know, my true love. Mm-hmm. But that money, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. That money. Right. Because, like, the thing is, true love today or money today right. doesn't mean you won't find true love later. Exactly. So, give me the cash. <laughs> right. Give me the cash. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. I'm dead. Right now. I cannot. <laughs> immediately. Um, and like everyone else, I'm choosing the Mega Man. Give me that sh- I guess money. that was, that was uh, I guess, an easy question to answer. Give me that money. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a nice um, question. But today. <laughs> I know, already. So, y'all, I do feel like this could potentially be. An emotional episode. Episode as yes. we were emotional talking about what we want to talk about right now. Yes, yes. Um, so as y'all know or should know, if y'all are loyal listeners, we right. are coming up 
on our five-year anniversary. Which is crazy. It's crazy. We've been doing it for five years. Even before that, we had a radio show in college for three years. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, we've been in this audio space for a long time. And something that we are talking about is how... What's next? What our transition is... Good girls behave in Valley. What do we see, um, especially as our lives are changing? We are very... Like, I even think about... So, y'all, our college show was called Back Talk. I even think about how much it has changed since then. How we have changed since then. Light years. Crazy. Um, And so, we are talking about, like, is there a future um, for Good Girls Behaving Badly? If there is a future, how will that change? How are we going to transition that? Um... We not leaving y'all today, y'all, because we can't. Um, but no, no, no. it is so, still a just conversation. To be, just, just to be clear, this is not our last episode. Absolutely not. It, when and if that happens, we, we will let, let y'all, y'all know. know. Can't stand that we said that insane. Stop! Fucking <laughs> <Freaking> Tia. <laughs> I had enough. Um, but it's still a conversation that we need to have as we come up on this pivotal time, one, in the podcast, and two, in our lives. So next year, we we turn 30. Yeah. Um, and this is our Saturn return year. Right, which, if you listen to an older episode, I forget the actual number, Name of it, yeah. but we got our uh, birth charts read, right. and she spoke about this year specifically for Sydney and I mm-hmm. and the amount of change and how things quickly will just go to another level. Yeah. Yeah. And so here we are. Next month is August. We'll be at five years. Mm-hmm. And I think about where we were when we literally started. Yeah. Oof. And it was 2016. Mm-hmm. And myself, I was still living at home. Yeah. I had been at my current job that was the first year of my current job now. Mm-hmm. So I was just a coordinator, you know. Now I'm senior manager, what up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot. Um, anyway, and I remember um, I just bought, that was the first year I bought my first car. So mm-hmm. I've never bought a car at that point. Mm-hmm. That was also me really choosing to move on from a long-term thing. Right. On and off. Situation. Situation. So that was also me being like, all right, for real. <laughs> right. Move on, girl. <laughs> so, you know, that was where I was at. Mm-hmm. And I still, um, I feel like I, 2016, I feel like I, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself mm-hmm. about where I'm at now. Because mm-hmm. at 20, I feel like I was so, I've always been very, future focused. Yeah. And sometimes in a way that's not healthy. And I yeah. know that. Yeah. So I think even then I was already thinking about twenty nine thirty. Yeah. About I have this much time to get this together, do this da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and it's crazy how time goes by so fast because here yes. I am twenty nine. Yes. Less than a year away from me turning thirty. Yeah. Which ooh. literally about to come on your half birthday girl. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, if y'all can see me right now, I'm just like, oh Bracing myself, <laughs> holding on for the ride. Mm-hmm. And this time when we started, for me, I was in the beginning of what was a trash relationship. Um, I was one month, well, I was in my first job. I was one month from a new job. I had was only back in Baltimore for like seven months. I had moved home that January. 
I was still just like figuring out what I wanted career wise. You know, I was figuring out dating as an adult or whatever that was. Um, you were. And, yeah, yeah, you yeah, did. yeah, yeah. You um, did your part. I did. Hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. And thinking that, like, I think at that point, because we talked about this in the beginning of the podcast and trying to figure out what the future of the podcast was, I think I, because I did not want to move home from Atlanta, and I no, continued to say, like, I'm going to go back, and you, we would be like, well, how would we do the podcast? Because virtual podcasting at that point wasn't an idea. But It's so weird that we really, that was, like, not even think, think, like, well, we could still do it. Yeah. And I do remember feeling that. So I'm like, well, we just started this thing, and you trying to move. I'm right. like, what are we doing? Yeah. And it, I, it, most of it was because I did not plan to come back home, and I... I held on to moving back for a long time, and I finally let that go. But it was just a very interesting time of, like, figuring out where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be with, all of those things. We were just figuring out a lot of that. And I think you can even tell that in, like, the topics we had back then and the conversations we had and the opinions we even had at that point. Because I'll say, I feel like... <clears throat> <laughs> I have grown quite a bit. Right, yeah. If I become a celebrity, don't be going to season one looking for clips and shit. <laughs> keep, 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 see the keep. growth, see the growth. <laughs> don't quote me on that shit, all right? See the growth. <laughs> I definitely um, could look back on certain things I said and cringe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oof. Or even how we handle Or how we handle things. situations. Like, yeah. oof. Yeah. So I will say I'm proud of myself for my growth mm-hmm. and I feel like my level of empathy has drastically increased. Right. Um, my communication style has gotten much better mm-hmm. if, where I can reach people where they need to be, where they, where they are. Right. Right. You know, still say what I need to say. Yeah. But I do think I have more tact. Right. Right. And I think now we're just in a place that it's like, we have talked about everything, everything. And like, yeah, we, we still come and we still have things to say, but I often wonder, I'm like, should it be this hard to think of something to say? Like, or think of what to talk about? And then as of late, it becomes this conversation of, like, life has gotten bigger. Pers- mm-hmm. Our personal lives have expanded. Mm-hmm. And um, our careers have expanded. Mm-hmm. Um, and as And if you don't know... Podcasts are a lot of work, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Any sort of content creator will tell you. Right. It's a lot of work, and it's hard to stay on schedule, and it's hard to keep the ideas flowing, yeah. especially when it's not your full-time gig. I mean, if we if we were doing this full-time, it'd be a lot different. Absolutely. We probably wouldn't feel as stretched. <laughs> right. We maybe not would be thinking about what we're thinking about right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but of both having full-time careers in completely different industries. Yeah. Trying to have a personal life, mm-hmm. trying to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and maintain this and not just maintain and get better and better. Right. It's hard. And right. I think, um, I think this year I've been thinking, it's funny because like when I said it to you earlier, I've been mm-hmm. thinking about it, but for some reason it's been hard for me to say it to you. Girl, okay. So since we're there, I've been thinking about it too. And I've been thinking about it since <laughs> last year. Me too, yo! <laughs> I hate you You're so, so much. You're so annoying. <laughs> okay, so, so let's rewind. Oh my God, so this, this is time, weird. This time last year, 
I think we had a conversation and I think I know that how I said it came across wrong because we it came back later but we were like I said some Sundays we just don't know what to talk about and I think it was a Sunday you just wasn't feeling it and I think I wasn't feeling it either and I said something offhand and I know I said it wrong about like well it's not motivating if we're not feeling it and i think it sounded like i was blaming you though that wasn't the case and we talked I know, about it we were, yeah but it was that we both weren't feeling it and so i it feel was, like i feel like we both weren't feeling it yeah it came out wrong yes absolutely. and i feel like and just so y'all know like it wasn't even like an argument but mm-hmm. it, it we definitely had a moment where we were like oh. <laughs> it was like oh. right and she was like well i'm not well, gonna say I, how i feel i like, was like well it, i didn't mean it like it was a, a, a mini tense moment. <laughs> yeah. It was a mini moment. Yeah. We don't yeah, have them a lot. Every no. now and then it happens. Yeah. And then I think I brought up the idea of like recording on a different day. And you was like, well, after the pandemic, our schedules, will that allow for it? And I think I've been thinking about it since then. Same. And. So why haven't you said anything? This is well, so funny. This is what I told myself. I said, I'm going to give it another year. I literally said, I'll give it another year, see how I feel in a year, because we were in a pandemic, and because I'm like, I don't want to make a decision during this uncertain time, which we ain't know how long the uncertain time is going to last, and so I said, let's give it a year, because I thought we was going to be back to completely normal by now. Well, that was, we were both, (laughs) we didn't know. That was a foolish um, thought. But I just, I didn't want to make a decision in that state of mind without it being clear. Clear, Yeah, I, I would never want to make an abrupt decision like that. Um, I didn't say anything because the thought of it ending, mm-hmm. like I'm going to get emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize I would be emotional, but. This is me either. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I think about it. The reason I didn't say anything is because deep down I knew you felt the same way. Mm. So it's like if I say it out loud, if I it'll say happen. It, if I say it, yeah, yeah. Because we look, y'all, before we recorded, we, it, that's like a relationship, y'all. Yeah, right, like literally before we recorded, <laughs> she said something, and I and then I said it. I yeah. was like, I gotta say it. I've yeah. been thinking about it, and I don't even remember what you said, but I said. Okay, we yeah. gotta just talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I knew if I said it, it would make it real. We would have to talk about it. Yeah, and yeah. We would have to think about it, mm-hmm. and we would have to figure out what we wanted to do. Right. And I know that we do need to figure it out. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it this is. is. Yeah. But it still makes me very emotional because mm-hmm. you guys, I love the podcast mm-hmm. and. I love how much y'all fuck with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love it. Yeah. So the thought that it could possibly not be like off. we could possibly turn the mic off yeah. and like stop. Yeah. Makes me like it just. And in a way, it is definitely part of our identity. Correct. Because especially much... goes back to co- I mean, yes. this is what we've been doing. So, like, a really, really long time, literally, since we've been 18, Mm -hmm. been in this space talking about our own stuff, interviewing people, Mm -hmm. pop culture, like, elements of Good Girl Doing Badly definitely were in back talk. Things changed a bit, but the 
we got our skills, the first training there. Uh-huh. So it's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. And some of our longer listeners was with us with Backtalk, yeah, right? Yeah, so they know. Yeah. And so the thought that this journey mm-hmm. could end, mm-hmm. I think I was hesitant to say something because I enjoy it so much. But mm-hmm. it is a lot of work. It's taxing. And because our lives in other categories it's changing so much and really fast. And positively. And things good that ways, we have wanted. Things that I've wanted for a very long time. Like, <laughs> let me stop. Um, and then I had planned to talk to you. I was all ready. I was going to talk to you about it last Sunday. And then Southwest <laughs> didn't get you home to the next day. So I get home to like 3.30, y'all. <laughs> pissed and hungry and hot. Right, right, right. Um, and so then I was like, okay, not going to have a conversation today. And I felt like... And I know for myself, I was like, we got to talk about it because yeah. um, I feel like I was slipping. Like, mm-hmm. I just wasn't maintaining doing the things we typically do. Yeah. And it wasn't, it's not, it hasn't been coming as easy to me as it was. Mm-hmm. And so when you said it today, I'm like, well, this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the future of Good Girls Behaving Valley? Yeah. And the answer is, y'all, we don't know. No, we don't know. We, we know, know there will be a transition. There'll be a change. And we, we will, have to. We will let y'all know when we figure it out. But um, I think, and I think the responsible thing for us to do with our platform, when we see that a change needs to happen, is to make that change and not fight it. Because when you fight it, that's when it just starts getting messy. But I think it's good that we have now acknowledged <laughs> that a change going to come. Um, and you know, like I said, we'll sit and we'll talk about it and whatever the changes, we'll embrace it for what it is. Um, and we'll still be communicative with our audience because we still love y'all. We do. Um, we really do. And, and like, it really like, it hurts. It, it feels does. so weird to think about. Yeah. Um, it just feels weird. It's like ending a relationship where it's like, I don't hate you, but it's just not working. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, like, and the reason we're choosing to talk about it is because, like, we've always been transparent with y'all. Mm-hmm. So this is where we are right now. Yeah. In a space of, like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. We know that currently something's going to shift. Mm-hmm. We don't know what. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just been a lot of change in our lives. Right. And to embrace the change... I feel like I'm about to get a watch again! <laughs> but to embrace change, you have to let some things go. go. And it's not going to be easy. And you have to trust... The journey. The journey. Yeah. And for me, it's trusting God mm-hmm. that when you got to let go, that he'll bring you something better. Mm-hmm. And there's something else better for you and you have to make room for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I feel so emotional to do. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> And like, because I, I'm not crying now, but I was boo. She was crying <laughs> earlier. And I just, I bringing it up, I knew it was a conversation we needed to have, but I did not think I would be emotional. But like now thinking about it, it makes complete sense that we would be emotional because this is something that we've put a lot of time and effort into. Um, and it, it is completely natural to feel a way of potentially letting something go. But I think, like I said, it's better to let something go instead of being forced to let something go or and, it let you go. And the thing is, is <laughs> the changes that are happening in our lives mm-hmm. are really good changes. Absolutely. And the future, 
because Sydney and I, mm-hmm. personally and professionally, is like super bright right, right. now. Absolutely. And so, like, that's why I was like, it's sad, but it's not. Right. Because it's so many wonderful things going on in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling her, I'm so grateful because I think, I think my fear about turning thirty mm-hmm. was that I still wasn't gonna feel like you did enough. Y'all, I don't know why I'm so emotional It's today. an emotional topic. It's okay. Ooh, I'm a thug. I don't like this. <laughs> I think I had so much anxiety about turning 30 because I was like, what if I get to 30 and still don't feel like I'm enough? Mm, mm. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's something I've struggled with for a really long time mm-hmm. is feeling worthy, feeling... Like, I'm good enough for whatever I'm receiving. Right. Whether it be friendships or love or my job or mm-hmm. my just good things. Yeah. Feeling like you're good enough. You do deserve these things. Mm-hmm. And while I go lie, I still have a little bit, like, there's a little bit of like, wow, it'd be 30. That's like, wow, oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I'm still 17 or something. I don't know. It That will probably always be there a little yeah. bit. But... Where I am currently, I've never felt more confident in myself, in Mm -hmm. my abilities, in my body. Mm -hmm. I've never felt so secure mentally and spiritually Mm -hmm. and emotionally than I do right now. Yeah. And... It's a very stable place. It's a very stable place and empowering as fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. After so many years of just not feeling the best about myself Mm -hmm. and having it frankly really ebb and flow Mm -hmm. I would feel really high highs and really low lows right to be in a really solid space for me right now Mm -hmm. feels amazing it's something I pray for something I've been Mm -hmm. doing the work for Mm -hmm. so like so I'm emotional about this and what this could be if it's the end if it's kind of the end who knows right but I'm so excited to be For what's to come. in this space right now because yeah. I've worked really hard right. to be here right. where I really fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I think another thing I'm excited about is, because y'all know, Shanae and I are best friends, but I think having the obligation of doing a podcast every Sunday, I think has taken away from us just going and doing whatever we want some Sundays. <laughs> And so I'm excited for us to be like, we about to sit at a winery all day. I'm excited for us to like do things together, not out of an obligation to, to nourish podcast. our relationship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a joke because I said, that, I think it was like two years ago. That was on our, so we have retreats to like do stuff for the podcast. She wanted to and I put that on, the on our friendship. I was like, is something wrong with our friendship? <laughs> nourish our friendship. What? But it made me think about college because there's a certain point in college where, like, mm-hmm. we lived together and was literally not seeing each other. Yeah. We were, like, night and day between work schedules and social obligations yeah. where we literally had date night. Yeah. Because <laughs> it I'm was like, Wednesday night. I live with you <laughs> and don't see you. Right. Yeah. And you're not only my roommate, but you're my best friend. Right. Why do I not know what is going on? Why do I not see you? We live in the same apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited for, like, some of that to just come back because 
if we don't have the obligation of doing this every Sunday, it kind of opens up some space in our schedules to just enjoy each other, enjoy other people, enjoy time back. So I'm excited for that as well. It's busy. It's busy. Yeah. It's busy. I find myself trying to, like, especially with you catching up with people you haven't seen Mm. because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm feeling overscheduled. Same. Like, so, like, when I tell... Especially between traveling. Right. Like, like, so when I tell y'all when we get finished, (laughs) I'm getting on that couch and I'm moving, (laughs) and my house is in disarray, it's going to stay in disarray today. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm tired mm-hmm. and I love my people, so don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, it's time. I need a recharge. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, because I don't know, I don't know when things picked up. Cause like it just picked up. Like I think it, was it was pretty. Like this month. Honestly. It was just like whoosh. Like in the June. Mid, I think mid June and on has been like a whirlwind. Yeah. And because life has felt slow and not in a bad way. Right. But just kind of slow feel like jumping back into somewhat more of my pre-pandemic life Mm -hmm. i'm feeling exhausted like i was just looking at my calendar i'm on a flight every month for the rest of the year like i don't even think before the pandemic i was doing that me either (laughs) like Like, i i i don't think i've ever this year i'll be flying so much i don't think i've ever flown this much in my life with stuff i have planned up between person my life and work and stuff like that so you know even my mother, my mother and my aunt went to do, like, a day trip. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, check your calendar, Shanae. But And I was like, why y'all do me like that? <laughs> you always busy. And I'd really be like, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm right. I, but I'm like, but let's pick a date, though, so that I can <laughs> put it on my calendar and that we can lock it down so nothing takes. Like, mm-hmm. I live by my calendar now. Lunches. Right dinners, happy hours, because if it ain't on account, I'm going to forget, Facts. and then I'm going to tell somebody yes, and then I forgot I was supposed to be doing this with this person, and... Especially when, even when, like, because as we transition, people around us are transitioning, and so people be like, I'm thinking about this for the wedding date. I'm like, okay. Okay, put it on account. Like, you got <laughs> like, Let me just book block me. it now. Book me now. And if it changed, let me know, but Seriously, let me just block like, off. Or people was like, I was telling people, because everybody turning 30, everybody getting married, everybody had a baby. I'm like, if you doing something for your 30th, I kind of need you to pick a date now. Like, so that I can lock it and in for, and don't double plan. And then for others, I love y'all, but, but I, I can't do every trip. Yeah. Literally can't afford it. Same, yeah. I can't do everybody's trip. Mm-hmm. I'm also in two weddings. Mm-hmm. And that's money. Mm-hmm. And I'm a maid of honor one, and that's more money. Mm-hmm. I literally can't do everybody's trips. Right. Please don't hate me. I'm going right. to do what I can. Well, I think people also need to be but understanding But I do people, I do feel like for the most part, even with initial conversations, yeah. even for my birthday trip, mm-hmm. which would be fabulous, <laughs> but it was very open on purpose. Yeah. We're all turning, a lot of my friends are turning 30 this year. Yeah. We all should do what we want to do for our own individual birthdays. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, whoever can't come to mind, I'm not upset in the slightest. Mm-hmm. One, I chose a very expensive place to go. <laughs> Right. It was expensive. Yeah. And I even said that when I sent it out. Like, look, it's okay. Right. I'm going to extend the invitation because I love you. And if you can, I would love to have you there. But mm-hmm. if you can't, it's cool. Right. No, like, I don't feel no type of way. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It takes PTO. Mm-hmm. We all limited. It's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like majority of my friends have had that sort of attitude as they're planning. Yeah. Some people are wanting to do parties and dinners. I'm like, great, because I can <laughs> totally do that. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
So it's just an exciting time, and Mm -hmm. it feels good to be excited. I definitely thought I would be dreading it because I was just so, I feel like I had so many, I put so much pressure on it, so much expectation on, like, and I think a lot of people, we all do that. Mm-hmm. It's societal pressures of when you turn 30. of, And then as women, there's pressure, certainly if you are wanting mm-hmm. children or marriage. That's right. if, because if you don't want it, it don't matter. Right. But if you have a desire, you certainly, I think you think about it a little bit more. You mm-hmm. think about, okay, so if I do want to do it, when would I think I would want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's money, mm-hmm. and that's time, and you got to find somebody you want to do it with. <laughs> Right. And that's hard within itself. Right. Y'all, y'all have heard... Our journeys. <laughs> over the and, well, years. Well, that's how I look. Okay, regardless of what we do, we had to, at different points in time, maybe quarterly, come and update y'all on, well, like... what we doing? <laughs> y'all be getting married, or y'all be pregnant. Like, <laughs> I think that... I think and I think, that would and, be a nice and I think that's do, what we're trying we'll to figure see. out. Yeah. Before again, like... I think we love this platform, and I and I know for myself, I don't want it to go away completely. Yeah. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't want it to go away completely. I yeah. do think we have to transition to where we feel like we can put our best, because if we're not feeling like we're doing our best, then I don't want to do it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I'm not a half-asser. Correct. Yeah. So, I don't want to leave it. I love this little space we've created mm-hmm. for ourselves mm-hmm. and for y'all. So, but, you know, I do think... I just feel an energy that things are going to change for us very quickly in a yes. lot of great ways. It feels ways. exciting, though. And it feels really exciting. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for, like, other people's birthdays, other people's weddings. I'm, so, I'm excited I'm for so all I'm so excited for my friends right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And it's such an amazing thing. And I feel like, you know, you talk about... I went to lunch with a friend yesterday. She was kind of talking about her friend group mm-hmm. and some of their stuff and her not feeling you know, maybe I support it as she want to. And I've just, like, I've always been grateful for my friendships. But, like, it's the same way I felt about my family. Like, people would be around my, around my family and be like, oh, my God, I, y'all family, y'all so great. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how much people didn't have that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing it with friendships yeah. now where I'm like, wow, my tribe is tight. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful Mm-hmm. That I have, and as much as I be like, I don't have no friends. <laughs> y'all know I was lying. I always have <laughs> but I, I'm like, I gotta save that sound. Yeah, no, I know no. what you gonna say it again. I, know, I will. The next time I have a party, I'll say I don't have no friends. No one's gonna show up. <laughs> but um, and people be there five minutes later. <laughs> but I do have friends, and I know that. And as I think this, even pre-pandemic, as this pandemic, and now because we're still in a pandemic, yeah, I find myself. Oddly, not oddly, but I feel, like, closer. I feel mm-hmm. more integrated. I feel like we're having really, like, deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. And we're really talking about mm-hmm. how we feel and how we want our lives to go. Right. And I'm so excited for my friends. Yeah. Everyone is doing so well. Everyone is in their chosen career field, which that is already a miracle. Right. Everyone is thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, people are in love. People are, my friends are getting married. Mm-hmm. My friends are dating and in relationships. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm yeah. so excited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I cannot. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Girl, don't let so it y'all am dating. Yes. And it's nice. Yeah. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> right. So, it's nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's exciting. So it's an exciting time. Mm-hmm. And so we love y'all. Yeah. And we're not going nowhere. Right. Y'all will Certainly hear not from now. Us. And as things change, like we said, we will. We just try to figure out the transition. But I think it's fair. And I think. And something I've seen a lot, a couple of like longtime content creators I have been following yeah. are choosing to step back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything has an end. Mm hmm. Even when it's a hard end. Mm-hmm. Um, but life changes and moves in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And you can't do the same thing all the time. Right. And you shouldn't want to do the same thing all the time. Because mm-hmm. the circumstances around it change. And you change. Right. Right. We are so different than when mm-hmm. we first started. We are so different than our college show. We are so different from when we were 12 and in Japanese class. <laughs> yeah. When Sydney used to rock her pony and them bangles, baby. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> and throwing a little little chunky necklace for effect. I used to wear some jewelry now. Because <laughs> that was the time. What you Gen Zers are trying to pull off now. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> We've been that. Mm-mm. We are the originators. Like, I no, let that. me stop. Mm-hmm. No, I will say as a side note, when I do see mm-hmm. this sort of like watch when i see these styles coming back yeah. it does make me chuckle because i'm like okay we ran it we're like 13 yeah some of the stuff that y'all have brought back probably could have stayed there <laughs> but fashion is subjective if you rock it and you love it then right. that's all that matters yeah. but some of these fits i'm like wow y'all y'all really trying to bring this back <laughs> right okay some of it could stay. i'm like you sure <laughs> leave it where we left it <laughs> you know i mean the one thing i haven't seen and it does need to stay don't bring the gauchos back. Girl. That was a time. <laughs> and they did not work for most of our bodies. Like, including mine. I don't know why. We're and why were we wearing... You know what's so funny? 12 wearing some gauchos. Wearing <laughs> our uniform, because we went to a school with a freaking uniform. Mm-hmm. Wearing our colored polos mm-hmm. with, with gauchos. gauchos and Chinese slippers. That don't even sound cute. Oh, my God. It literally don't sound cute. My baby blue uh, polo with mm-hmm. my gauchos and matching baby blue Chinese slippers with my dang blasted what? Either pop bracelet, slap bracelet, or bangle. Because mm-hmm. it was like 6th, 7th, 8th grade. All right there. Yeah. With my iPod shuffle. <sighs> what Listening to Pretty Ricky on the way to school. What, what a time. time. Yeah. And the fact that I've known you that long is crazy to me. It's so weird. And I feel lucky because I feel like a lot of my closest friends I've known for a really long time now, mm-hmm. um, between like middle school connection, some high school and college, mm-hmm. like we're all, because we're getting old, mm-hmm. you know, it's been, wow, it's been almost 10 years since college. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's been. Since we started college. Since yeah. we started college. Mm-hmm. And then it's been so long since middle school. Yeah. That's been like. Another decade and some change. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Do y'all sit and be like, "I'm an adult." Have you yeah. seen the TikToks where they be like, "Oh Lord," and no. you just pause and stare? <laughs> I be having, I be having a lot of those moments lately. <laughs> like the other day, I was paying um, my mortgage, and mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> "You have a job. <laughs> you pay bills." Mm-hmm. You have responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I, that was my, oh, Lord. And I literally was standing at my computer like, oh, you have a moment. Sometimes I'm at work and I'm typing. I'm like, 
<laughs> this is my life. Mm-hmm. This is or what like, we do. If you think about the difference of what like a hundred dollars meant in middle school versus now, I was rolling. Right, you had a hundred dollars. You're like, ooh, I'm good. Now you have a hundred dollars. Like, okay, that's a meal. Twenty dollars. Like, to eat. That's twenty dollars feels like a dollar. Please. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when I, I, <laughs> I'd be like, what? I'd be like, don't, yeah. That's literally a meal. $20 is a meal. No drink. Like, nothing else. $20 is like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay? Not even a meal in a restaurant. $20 is like Chick-fil-A. You'll get some change back. 20 yeah. like the other day when I went with my friend to lunch and I, it was my treat because she um, moved out and she graduated school. I wanted to treat her. Mm-hmm. And like, Lunch was like, uh, and we both got what we wanted. Mm-hmm. It was still like thirty eight dollars, and I was like, "That is good." <laughs> like two people, thirty eight dollars, right? Because, honey, <laughs> you go to a restaurant, you get a cocktail, you get a starter, mm-hmm. you get another drink, or you like you just be living. You easily get to a hundred. Uh-huh. <laughs> and granted, maybe we could be more low maintenance. Yeah, I don't maybe know. We'll drink as much. But, but we're not gonna do that. <laughs> so it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, guys, we're gonna be thirty. Yeah. I feel like oh, you know what we should do what? As we end this episode, yeah, we should do our own in a year prediction. Let's do one year, two years. Okay. Where do we think? Where do we hope to be in a to year. be in a year and then two years and then we revisit this? It'd be our own time capsule. Okay. In a, a year. year from now, I'll probably be in a relationship. Amen. <laughs> Are you knocked up? No, I don't think so. Because I'm in weddings and stuff next year. I don't want to be a pregnant maid of honor. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Being realistic, like... Fair enough. Uh, I'll get my dress this year. I, I want to be able to fit that dress next year. I want to be able to take it in, honey. Facts, that part. Um, so, yeah, probably in a relationship, um, maybe so at my job. Who knows? But make it more. Let's, Amen. Let's say Claim that. it. Um, the jury's still out on if I'm going to be living on my own or not. We still working through that. Okay. <laughs> um, but thriving and 30 and flirty and fun. <laughs> Okay. I think, yeah, I don't know what else. Um, so then do year two. Year two, minimum engaged. Come on, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, two years from now, minimum engaged. If, if I not, think two years, I think you'll be married. It depends on what date we pick. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you'll be, like, freshly married. I don't think you'll be, like, long. I think two years from now, you're getting married. I mm-hmm. believe that. I if can not already. That. Maybe. Mm. Uh, like I said, it depends on the date we pick. Maybe being getting married that sometime that year, sure. Um, in a, well, purchasing a home soon after d- or during that time period. Amen. Uh, considering sure, all that. We're going to be adult adults. Adult yeah. 2.0. Yeah, considering all of those Owning things. Owning property and legally yeah. being bound to right. somebody. Right. So... Um, how exciting. Oh, yeah. This time next year, I might be a property manager. Cause my um, So, y'all know, well, I think I mentioned it before. My brother lives in my grandfather's home. My brother is planning, well, he will move. We're going to speak that into existence to pursue his career goals. He will do that. And he um, will be successful. And he will be successful. So, we are starting to put things in place so that 
that house can be in a good place to rent out. And then my parents, as they retire, are also thinking about moving. So since I'll be the one here, if I stay with this person that I'm dating, um, I'll be managing the I'm property. A, you know what? So. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be you part better of be. my life at that point. And let me tell you something. <clears throat> For the person you're dating who may be here in this episode, hey, <laughs> hey, better be. Oh, Jesus. Don't have me on the hunt now. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a lot of big girl transitions in two years. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know for me. Um, well, you could just say what you would like to see a year to a, a, a year from now, I definitely want to be at a new organization. Mm-hmm. I want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And I want to be making more shmoney. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hope to be in a relationship. You know? Yeah. And, um, I hope to be doing some more traveling. Mm-hmm. If we able now. Pen, you know, pen, you know, we don't know. We gonna speak it into existence. We right. gonna be traveling, okay? <laughs> like, um, we gonna be working on somebody's beach. <laughs> and I hope to, and then, year two, mm-hmm. I wanna start the journey of being a life coach. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to think. I've been thinking about it for such a long time. Okay. So I want that. Okay. Because I've always given out good advice. <laughs> and I've always been a listening ear for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My powers for good. Mm-hmm. Two years from now, I mean, yeah, I hope to be engaged. Mm-hmm. I, I've, we've, y'all know, we want marriage. We want kids. Mm-hmm. I hope to be moving on that train. Yeah. Um, sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Well, marriage. You know, the kid thing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I be having feelings about the children. I think I used to say that, and I think because a lot of times I replicated what I want off of my parents. I used to say after marriage, I would like to just be together for a year or two. Now, I don't know. Now, it's now like, lock me up, baby. Right. I, I think we might just slide on to kids right away. I'm, I'm not sure. Right. God willing, that it's not a difficult journey to have children. I think, um, I think low-key, I'm always nervous of that. Like, yeah. You know, have I, am I fertile? I don't know. I haven't checked. I don't know. <laughs> right. Hopefully. That's right? Yeah. Um, I think sometimes that's a slight fear because as much as I would like to have a child and carry my own child mm-hmm. and experience childbirth, yeah, I'm definitely nervous. And childbirth is really risky and dangerous. So yeah. that also makes me go, whew. Yeah. It's really life risky when uh, people choose to have children. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know if I'll wait. I'll just say that. Sin's gonna be knocked up year three, baby. Well, actually, the end of year two. <laughs> She'll get knocked up on a honeymoon, honey. <laughs> and by Christmas, gonna be like, hey. I she can't say do, that she's wrong. She's gonna do her Christmas, her Christmas announcement. <laughs> hey y'all. <laughs> Matching pajamas or whatever else. I have no idea. <laughs> or they're going to do... I always think it's cute when people do, like, the little Christmas mantle stockings. Oh, and it's yeah. like the mommy, little, daddy, and the... You know? Yeah, I'll help you out stuff. with that. <laughs> we'll make sure it's fire. <laughs> I would absolutely... When Sydney is pregnant, I'm pregnant, too. Mm-hmm. That is my child that... <laughs> Her and her mate just takes care of for me. I cannot. Seriously. And don't let the first one be a girl. Because, uh, woo! That's my child. Do y'all hear me? 
Do y'all hear me? Mm-mm. I will be doing everything for this little human, even if it wasn't a girl. Yeah. I would do everything for this little human because I would just love this little human mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. You, you, like, you would talk about who got the biggest gift at the baby shower. I'm, I'm one fourth of the room. <laughs> do you know what I mean? How much stuff I would spend? Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm dead. I would. Mm-hmm. I would just feel so like, oh my God, we're having a baby. Mm-hmm. Give me my job. <laughs> and like, I feel that way with my nieces now. I yeah. say that my children, yeah. give me my child. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, take your child when they cry too much. <laughs> but I love seeing um, like my cousins, they call me auntie cousin. Mm-hmm. But I love seeing my siblings expand yeah. and to see these little mini versions of them mm-hmm. it is the most doing what we used to do yes it is, yeah. y'all like it is the most precious thing mm-hmm. watching my nieces play with each other mm-hmm. and like they take pictures and they want to sit by each other it literally makes me want to weep right. it is the cutest thing in the world mm-hmm. it oh i feel emotional again <laughs> it literally warms my soul mm-hmm. And y'all would be losing my grandmother this year. Mm-hmm. It's been extremely tough for my family. Mm-hmm. And when I I had a fourth, not fourth, Sunday fun day celebration. <laughs> I'm going to correct myself right now. And seeing someone family me together and just like laugh and yeah. be... And feel normal yeah. when we feel so uncomfortable with what's going on. Yeah. Really felt nice mm-hmm. and I know that my grandmother was with us mm-hmm. and is yeah, happy that absolutely. we're continuing on yes. and still being a tight family unit so mm-hmm. sometimes when I like see them like the little ones I'm like oh my god like mm-hmm. like the next generation of little Jacksons mm-hmm. is just like it warms me and I want to contribute to them <laughs> and you will <laughs> shoot my club up <laughs> Chart topping hit. Okay? Remember that jingle. You're gonna hear it again. <laughs> New merch. She my club. Lord. Oh my god. <laughs> so <sighs> this was so see. emotional. And for the record, I'm yeah. a thug, so don't get don't get it don't get it twisted by hearing me emotional this episode. <laughs> I'll chin check you easily. Oh my god. And I always um, got a taser on me. So just know. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Right. end on the thug note. Hmm. So, for now, y'all keep up with us. Yes, because <laughs> right now we're not going anywhere. Right, right. Keep up with us on all of our channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all the different places. Email us, y'all, you know, give us reviews, all of those things, um, because if this doesn't mean anything for any other episode. I think today it means even more. We love that you all listen to us. Yes. And we thank you all so much for being with us for this five years. We appreciate it so much. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.